0: Hello, this is Sean Harwell, and you're listening to episode 18.5, a mini-episode of the Never Heard of It Podcast.
1: And I'm Craig Moorhead, joining Sean for our mini-ep on this beautiful Wednesday morning.
0: Not Wednesday morning, but that's okay. We're going to pretend it is anyway. Um, Craig. Yeah. I thought I would start us off today by taking us to the box office. Is that cool with you?
1: Take us to the box office, Sean.
0: Okay. I don't normally even really look at the box office I typically don't care i did think the story about batman versus superman being considered somewhat of a flop after a big percentage-wise drop the second week is pretty interesting i haven't seen the movie i at this point i guess more interested in the box office than i am the movie yeah. which is uh that, you know it's just that's just me no big deal Certainly this thing is pulling in a ton of money, but today when I looked at box office mojo, I pulled up the 2016 worldwide grosses and, uh, I'm going to go through the top six movies and we're going to talk about something that I thought was kind of interesting. Okay. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm not going to quiz you on this because we've, we know how those quizzes tend to turn out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so number one is Zootopia, uh, that I guess you probably, you maybe did know. Um, A massive 787 million worldwide so far. Really impressive. Number two is Deadpool right now. Um, It's only about 30 million behind. Number three is Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice already. Uh, It's sitting at 682. Number four is The Mermaid. Number five is Kung Fu Panda 3. And number six is Monster Hunt. Uh, (laughs) You have a blank look on your face right now. Um, Would you like me to repeat maybe two of those?
1: Uh, I'm curious about The Mermaid and Monster Hunt.
0: Yeah, I was too. I had never heard of either of those. Um, and that is because I, they're both Chinese, it appears. Oh. Um, and Craig, these things are massive. The Mermaid, Chinese film, $545.2 million worldwide. Only 3.2 of that has come from the United States. Wow, That's nuts. I'm almost surprised that $3.2 million has yeah. been made in the U.S. because I've heard nothing about this movie. No. And then Monster Hunt um, is another Chinese movie, it appears, and that's made $385.3 million worldwide to date. And that, and this is just 2016, keep in mind, right?
1: Yeah.
0: It's only April. Uh, that's made $32,000 in the United States. So we keep hearing about how important the foreign box office is to the United States. Um, I wonder if, if it's starting to actually look like the foreign box office is, is possibly going to overtake the United States at some point. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, do you, are we looking at a future where the number one movie worldwide in a year is not going to come from a major Hollywood studio or even from a United States production?
1: I don't see why not. I mean it does yeah. feel like at some point everything needs to be flipped on its head. Like in our lifetime it's gone from you gotta have a hundred million dollars in the US to be a successful movie to being you gotta hit one billion in worldwide box office mm-hmm. to be considered a success, you know? Yeah, uh, and that's
0: what they're saying with Batman or Superman may not reach that number now yeah. based Which off is of that l- drop.
1: Ludicrous. I mean well I mean it is. I mean the the budget of it is probably so big that like, it needs to hit that number, but it is, I mean, it's crazy to hit 600 million and not, not be considered a success.
0: Yeah, I think but. the only thing there is just Batman and Superman are two of the most, they have to be two of the most recognizable faces. I mean, forget the actors, just those characters. Sure. I would say globally. Yeah. I mean, certainly in this, you know, in the Western world. Um so, you know, when you're looking at it like that, and you've already got obviously the, the Marvel's well established, a number of movies that have hit the billion mark, um, and Deadpool, I mean, Deadpool, who the hell knew Deadpool before yeah. this, unless you were a real comic book fan, um, is sitting at three quarters of a billion dollars to date, and that's insane. So, by that metric, I think you would want Batman versus Superman to definitely reach that number, yeah. and I think that's that's probably where this this idea of it being a disappointment is coming from.
1: Sure,
0: but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. I, I think it will be interesting to to see once you know you have a movie like The Mermaid. And maybe I don't know if it's sort of maxed out at this point, but if there's a chance that it remains like in this top five, top ten uh, for 2016, if you really start seeing the studios pull in more foreign actors for an investment and really making a much stronger push to appeal to the Chinese market or to Asia in general because, man, that's a lot of money. Uh, so, moving on, uh, I wanted to talk about this short film that you opened my eyes to today. Um, tell me what you know about this. It's on YouTube, it's an adult swim production that appears, or at least it's being hosted by their channel on YouTube. And uh, yeah, fill us in.
1: Well, our friend uh, Todd Rohall, who we had uh, a few episodes back. Everyone should go check that out, uh, talking about Damon Packard's Reflections of Evil. But Todd uh, has made several fine films of his own, and he now has gifted humanity with uh, an (laughs) 11-minute bit of genius that uh, can be watched uh, on Adult Swim if you're up around 4 a.m. or so in their infomercial block. Uh, or you can find it on YouTube it is m.o.p.z. um and it's it's just it, it's a great idea and anyone who is in uh television production at the very least would would probably recognize exactly what's going on i i kind of wonder about you know uh, other folks if if they kind of get what's happening but it's the basic idea is there's a movie called Mops but there's a guy Who's uh, Q seeing it for a channel? So he's just got a tape and he's just fast forwarding. <laughs> I say he's just fast forwarding right. through the whole movie.
0: The whole movie is definitely in fast forward speed. Yeah, and so and, and so com- you
1: just. Wa- I mean, you know, and it's uh, it's a great idea. It's really funny. It plays to all his strengths. A bunch of great people working on it, and uh, and uh, yeah, go watch it. I mean, it's free, people. <laughs>
0: I loved it and I'm I am not the target audience for adult swim at yeah. all. Like I, I you know, some of that stuff just definitely loses me. Uh this was it was funny and super sweet. Uh the casting was great, I thought. Like the principal was fantastic yeah. of the school and that food fight scene was just <laughs> was beyond great like there's such a nice i won't spoil it but there's a nice horror homage uh, in there that was terrific and um yeah it's a hearty thumbs up for me it's got 10,000 views already on youtube so that's great nice. um i love as always when i'm looking at youtube to look at comments and the <laughs> the first comment posted 8 hours ago was there goes adult swim smoking pot again <laughs> which you know what? Yes, that's, I think, the knock against everything on Adult Swim. And I'll say this, like, this is so much easier to follow than 99% of things I have seen on Adult Swim. Like, if you've ever seen an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, yeah. this is going to look like the straightest movie you've ever seen in your life, I think. Um, Indeed. Definitely has, to me, it felt like a silent film in a lot of, I mean, it is, essentially. Yeah. Although you're hearing the voices sped up. But even the way it's kind of... You know, using that fast-forward device, it makes it kind of look like the jittery motion of the uh, the frame rate that they used. And just some of the staging and all that stuff, the visual gags, um, just really, really solid stuff. Loved it.
1: It is great. It is great. Yeah, heartily recommended. And uh, as far as I know, there were absolutely no bong hits taken on the set, just, just to clear that up.
0: Yeah, just at the um, executive offices at Adult Swim. Yes,
1: yes. Luckily, <laughs> we can luckily that whole place, yeah, is nothing but yeah. a contact. Bus. And I, I will say this:
0: I'm glad Adult Swim exists, even if it, I'm not the target audience. I mean, it's f- amazing to me that there's something this weird on TV regularly. It's great. Yes. Um, moving on, uh, but I'm going to stick with TV, Craig. Okay. Uh, I was in a restaurant recently, and they had on Nickelodeon, and I discovered something that I had absolutely no idea about and that is the fact that there is now a tv show based on richard linklater's 2003 movie i believe school of rock
1: there's a tv show
0: a tv series yes on nickelodeon which in a way makes a ton of sense um but i thought it would be a good chance for me to ask you if we have reached peak nostalgia
1: Oh, man. Well, I mean, what's interesting (laughs) is uh, a buddy of mine was in the Broadway version of School of Rock. That's right. They did. It as a musical. Yeah, I had no idea there was a TV show for School of Rock. And it's, I mean, 12 years later, I don't know if this counts as nostalgia. It doesn't seem like it's been long (laughs) enough. And I realize, you know, the older we get, the less things seem like they happened like a million years ago. But, uh, and, well, this
0: one technically didn't. Obviously, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, that was like 1999, right? But no, it was 2003, I believe. Um, I mean, in a way, yes, it makes total sense to do this on Nickelodeon. Like, it sort of fits that kind of high school musical vibe even. Sure. Uh, probably. Um, well, I
1: mean, yeah, it, it obviously it lends itself to yeah, sort of being a musical and just the fact that, yeah, that's happening on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't put this in the peak nostalgia <laughs> sock.
0: <laughs> okay, good. So we're safe. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this then. Yeah, that got me thinking. Well, Hell's Bells. Uh, what other Richard Linklater movies could we turn into TV shows? What are your thoughts? Just hit me with your immediate reaction if I said Days and Confused series, FX, AMC, HBO, wherever you want to call it, coming out 2017.
1: I feel like that would be the only one I would want to watch. And okay, and and if they did it, I would I would want it to be set up so that it. They weren't reprising characters from the movie. Okay. So it could be... Which kind
0: of sounds like what he's doing with this movie. Everybody wants some in a way. That's supposed to be sort of uh, an official sequel of sorts.
1: Yeah. Um, Because I I love Dazed and Confused. Uh, So good. And again, I've never never taken a bong hit. I just want to clear that up. I want to be very clear about that. No, I'm not. You don't have to smoke marijuana to enjoy good things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But... uh, um, But... uh, yeah, I, I mean that. Yeah, I mean if if they could keep that quality of of that story going, I would I would watch that like an MFR.
0: Yeah, I I think I would too. I think I would be pretty excited about it. In fact, and uh, I don't know, maybe it's a good thing that because uh, Linklater has evolved as an executive producer on the School of Rock show, he's a guy. I don't know. I hadn't thought about it before, but I wouldn't mind seeing him dip his toe in a TV uh, in a big way like that.
1: Well, Sean, I mean nostalgia wise what what show would you want to see turn into a movie or a movie turned into a show?
0: um I think you know what I'm gonna say like and I, I don't know why, but it just came to mind first thing off the top of my head I feel like there's more e t stories to tell, and that's interesting i know i'm I'm maybe stomping on sacred ground there, but I have a three year old who's never seen the movie, but I got like a weird little kid's book novelization of it hmm. um and she loves it there's something in that story and that character and those kids that just, I feel like it's clicking for how many years now? Uh, 30 over 30. Yeah. Um, maybe it's okay if we sort of take the uh, preciousness off of that movie. It's not going to ever not be a great, fantastic movie. Yeah. Maybe there's something else to do with that story. I feel like there kind of is.
1: That's an interesting idea.
0: I don't, did they do an ET cartoon at some point?
1: Oh, I hope They not. did video I, games. I, I think it stopped they with the did. video game, right?
0: Okay, obviously that was a huge fiasco, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's my pick right now, just off the top of my head. Is there anything floating around for you?
1: Uh,
0: what about in the horror world, since you're a big fan? I know,
1: of? well, and that's, yeah. Um,
0: Elm Street, do you think that's going to get... Are we done with Elm Street?
1: I think so. Are you ever I mean, done there, with Elm there was the, the Freddy's Nightmares show. Okay. Um uh, I, I don't think you, I don't think you can go back to Elm Street I think they, they did that Elm Street movie a few years ago <laughs> I, I, they
0: shut, I, they're shutting down the neighborhood
1: and they, yeah, yeah they just bulldozed it now it's a field yeah okay good um, as a kid the Friday the 13th movies as a kid for me they had so much dimension to them they just had so mm-hmm. much fertile ground to be completely horrified and like a, as an adult you know I watch them and I, I know how movies are made now and I know how the how low the budgets were on those. And it's kind of lost some of that dimension, but I just feel like, man, it would be interesting if you could just take a straight serial killer movie and see if you could turn that into 13 episodes. I think that would maybe be my vote. I would love to see, go back, make a sort of grind housey Friday the 13th series.
0: Last thing I got for you this week, Craig, yesterday I also saw something on TV that made me perk right on up. I saw an AT&T commercial starring an actor of note to our podcast, Craig.
1: Really? Who who was there?
0: Anthony Michael Hall.
1: <laughs> really? What's he doing? The
0: Anthony Michael Hall. He is... Is he,
1: is he just hawking AT&T, or was he...
0: Kind of, but it's, it's uh, he's basically got one line in the commercial, and he's kind of making fun of himself... Uh, so I liked it for that. I can only assume that that happened because of our podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, I would assume so. I would appreciate a phone call though.
0: Well, now that he's got this AT&T phone, it should happen. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like it'll snowball from here and the next thing you know, we'll be seeing him in major, uh, TV show about Friday the 13th.
1: Good for him, man. Good for him. (laughs)
0: I look forward to it.
1: One one more thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, yeah, please and, do. And I honestly don't know how old this is, so if it's been out for a while, I apologize. But I just saw the trailer for Swiss Army Man, which, uh, which uh, I don't know, made some people talk at Sundance, I guess, this year. They walked out. I think they did uh, Apparently talk. the first ten minutes of the movie is uh, Paul Dano riding on Daniel Radcliffe's back as he farts his way across the ocean.
0: As a corpse as, a corpse, as a corpse, as a corpse. And I just
1: watched the trailer. It is everything I wanted it to be. Uh, because just from that description, just from the people who are disgusted and, and thought it was a dumb thing to watch, just them describing it, I said, that is the movie I wish I was watching right now.
0: I'm absolutely in cahoots. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I'm dying to. And no, I think that just came out, either today or yesterday. But uh, in a world where so many movies are completely predictable... If you can't at least appreciate the originality of that. Yeah. That it makes you get up and leave in 10 minutes, you're done. You don't come back. Yeah. You're not allowed in theaters anymore. It's as
1: true. I'm so concerned. <laughs> it's true.
0: All right, then. Uh, shall we wind this down?
1: Let's wind it down.
0: Episode 18 is out there kicking around. And that's where we talked about the awesome Fritz Long movie, uh, Manhunt. Well, mostly awesome. You, you listen and you'll understand. It's still awesome. There's so much awesome in that movie that you should see it. And you can then um, revel in the stuff that's maybe slightly less awesome with us in that episode. And we'll be back again next week. We're talking Phoenix, I think, the uh, 2015 German film.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And so, uh, yeah, thanks for joining in. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Next time.